So where did this come from? Of our many hats, we are both dramaturgs. I'm Emily Duncan. Uh, I'm Alison Horsley. I'm from Otipoti, Dunedin, New Zealand, Aotearoa. That's where we're recording the Play Notes podcast, first season. So I am a playwright. I trained as an actor. I'm also a director and I'm a dramaturg. And you, Alison? I'm originally from Tyler, Texas. I moved around a lot, but spent most of my adult life in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, I am predominantly a dramaturg um, and sometimes translator, very occasionally playwright, but I don't think of myself that way. So more dramaturg. There are different forms of dramaturgy, yeah, aren't there? But yeah. how, how do you explain it in a nutshell? Yeah, well, usually I tell people it's there are a few different ways of doing it, that I work with playwrights the way that Maybe for for folks who don't know theater at all, then I say I work with playwrights the way that an editor might work with a novelist, where I give them feedback on their work and try to make their work more of what they want it to be. Yeah. Where I don't go in and make the changes for them, mm-hmm. but I, I work with them to, to kind of shape the piece to, to what they want it to be. And I do that for new plays and musicals. Right. And then for existing plays or classics, I provide cultural or historical context Mm -hmm. um, for for those works, usually for the actors and for the director, and also for the audience in the form of like, lobby display, program notes and stuff like that. And that's, that's the part of dramaturgy that's not really done in New Zealand hardly at all. The more historical context. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas in the US, that's actually a much more common version of dramaturgy, or at least in my professional experience. Right. So if if a company was going to um, put on a production of um, Eugene O'Neill's Long Day's Journey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So there would be the dramaturg at the company would do what? Yeah. So they would be doing uh, just the the background research on O'Neill and also on the play to, I guess, give give the plays to give the actors the context of the play so that they understand how to fully inhabit the world. Mm -hmm. So basically all the tools that they need to be able to inhabit that world. And that comes from what life is like growing up in an Irish American family to um, what, what it's like growing up on the coast of Connecticut to what tuberculosis is like. Cause that shows up in the play <laughs> and, <laughs> and morphine dependency. Yes. What's your noise for that? <laughs> um, yeah. It's so, so all of that, I mean, and, and with that, I mean, that's long day's journey is kind of like a dramaturg's wet dream or at least a research dramaturg's wet dream because it's like literally set in O'Neill's childhood home, yeah. which is literally there's still lots intact. Of material. Yeah, there's so much intact okay. that the playwright was thinking about when they wrote this part. You know, that's like... You always get to be a bit of a detective. Yes, it's the best. Okay. Whereas the sort of more of the dramaturgy I have done is working with new works, mm-hmm. writers on new works and working very much alongside the writer as a facilitator a champion for their work especially when you're, you're workshopping or developing a new work there can be a lot of voices yeah. in the room especially for lesser experienced playwrights that can be quite overwhelming like oh, i have to be really grateful that all these people are here investing in my work and they'll say no you only have to take the advice you want and it's your baby yeah you're the person there to support the playwright. That's right. And yeah. Yeah, I, I feel a big part of it is helping them to ask the questions they need mm-hmm. um, to get their work in the best place for them. You can't make yeah. everyone happy. You can't write the right work for everyone else. 
But another part, and this brings us back to play notes. Yeah. We did it. So another part of our work is that we do literally read a lot of play scripts, which is not actually yeah. that normal. No, it's it's not that normal. Uh, uh, reading a lot of new scripts and then also a lot of old scripts yeah. um, because... I think you, I, I, I feel like I've become a better dramaturg the older I get and the more shit I've read, frankly. And I mean, I mean, like, in terms of good quality and also... the volume, not the the quality. Yeah, but also reading, reading not great plays. I think reading those is hugely informative. Yes. Because if you, if you look at it and you can't figure out why it's not working and then finally you're like, oh my God, it's because of blah, blah, blah. And that's what my no. brain automatically does. If I go to a play mm-hmm. and I'm not enjoying it, mm-hmm. or what have you, I think, okay, right, why? Yeah. Why, why, why? That's that's what, that's like a dramaturg brain, yes. I think, is, why is the is why. Why is this not working? Yeah. And, you know, there's so many factors that can go into that, and we must say that, you know, making theatre is difficult, it is expensive. It is subjective. subjective. Yeah, and people <laughs> go with the best of intentions. We haven't picked what we think are the most important plays, but for not our season, favorite plays. No, she but it's says a survey a <laughs> of some good ones to know about. Yeah, to and also give you some ideas about, say maybe you've thought I should pick up a play script. How you might actually go about that because plays aren't really designed for people really to sit down and read like you would like a novel. Mm-hmm. It's a quite a different approach. Well, and also, I mean, just thinking about a play like Merchant of Venice, right? Like, let's say you want to write a play today about prejudice against against anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Merchant of Venice, in a weird way, no matter how angry it makes me with the mm-hmm. anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. It is, it's, it's almost a master class in showing how you demonize somebody else because of their otherness, but also that ability, Shakespeare's weird ability to also humanize Shylock in these really beautiful ways through his language and to sh- to show that is extraordinary and we're going to talk about that play in even more depth and i think it's episode six we have nine we say the f word sometimes sometimes we spoil things we do we like talking about plays please join us